Alright, before we get started talking about the games we've been playing lately, <laughs> hey, we stream stuff now. Not only are we recording the podcast live weekly in all its raw, messed up glory, but we play games too. You can join in on the fun, ask questions, or add to the conversation live at twitch.tv slash lamergamerspodcast. And hey, we're actually recording this live right now. I have been working on getting a new setup. Uh, if you go to our Lamer Gamers Discord, you will see the wall that I've created of monitors to get the uh, new streaming setup for the live show. So expect some changes, expect some more um, games being played, because I know we took a little bit of a hiatus, a hiatus, hiatus, how do you say that word? Hiatus. Hiatus. So, I mean, that's, that, that's how I say it. <laughs> yeah. So we've, we've been away from that, uh, but I just got my tablet back in and I hooked up the Franken computer. So uh, streaming stuff, live podcasting, it's a thing now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty legit setup. It's, it's actually kind of scary looking at it. It is kind of scary. And it's just a wall of heat. There's nothing but heat coming from <laughs> all these devices. So I won't go cold. That is not a concern. Granted, that's not a concern in Southeast Texas. No, uh, not at all. Anyway, so, hey, Rowdy, what games have you been playing lately? All right, man. The game I've been playing the most is Ghost of Tsushima. Ooh. And I cannot express how absolutely awesome this game is. Um, so we're nearing the end of these game, uh, these uh, consoles' life cycles. Right. And... PlayStation 4 is going out with a bang. I mean, we've had The Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima. Oh my god, both of these games are amazing. Ghost of Tsushima is the new IP from Sucker Punch Games. They are the people who have done the Infamous games, the Sly Cooper games, and I'm sure quite a few other games that I can't remember off the top of my head right now, but... um, Those games, yes. Yeah, uh, so Sucker Punch was... Uh, when they did the Infamous series, um, there was just a, a whole lot of good versus evil, like inner turmoil kind of deal. Uh, the game played different depending on the choices you made, whether you were good or bad. Uh, it would give you uh, different superhero abilities depending on what you did. Um, I want to say there were four games or it was like three games and then like a little side story type game um they were all really good in my opinion uh so ghost of tsushima is their new ip and everybody thought that it was going to be um the whole good and evil system again uh but basically it's kind of just two different ways of playing the game um the character you play as jin sakai um is an honorable samurai on the island of Tsushima. I'm sorry, Tsushima. I have to say it right, man, because there are people <laughs> out there that are going to get mad when you I mispronounce stuff. I say it wrong stuff. almost every time. So, uh, yeah, so, so Jin Sakai, he is uh, the nephew of uh, a lord on the island of Tsushima off the coast of Japan. Uh, and at the beginning of the game, you get raided by the Mongols. And the Mongolians, uh, they they don't they don't fight fair, like at all. So <laughs> the samurai are almost wiped out, pretty much at the beginning of the game. So 
you're trying to figure out, you know, how you're going to combat the Mongols, but still, you know, go with your code, your honorable code of the samurai, which is, you know, always fight your enemies from the front. You know, you look them in the eyes. You never let your emotions get the best of you. Uh, uh, it's just always, always super, super honorable. And you kind of have to go against your code if you're going to fight the Mongols. So I was talking about how there's different ways to play it. You can play as the samurai and you could go headfirst into everything. You could let all the enemies know you're there. Uh, you could do like these uh, samurai standoffs where um, they basically send out their greatest warrior and if you you hold the triangle button and whatever they try and make their move you let go of the button and then it's a one hit kill on these enemies like in the old samurai movies um, but if you mess it up and you get hit yeah you uh, you almost die because <laughs> I mean I mean you kill them with one hit doing that um, but you can also kind of play or you can play as what they call the ghost um, and it's a lot of um, sneaky type weapons Um uh, like in Assassin's Creed where you throw rocks to catch their attention you can throw um, wind chimes um, and like in what was that game Shadows of Mordor uh, or I guess just the Shadow games uh, the Lord of the Rings Shadow games whatever the heck you want to call them um, where you could uh, uh, kind of assassinate multiple enemies at one time you can upgrade your character to do that as well uh, to where when you sneak up and assassinate one person, if there's another one next to him, you could take that person out as well. Um, so it's it's a very wide range of how you could play this game. Um, it's pretty awesome, man. It, and and as far as the graphics go, um, I'd honestly say that this one is to me um, on point or better looking than The Last of Us Two. So what uh, you're saying is it looks better than Craig. Way better than Craig. Way better than Craig. Way better That's than Craig. That's them's fighting words. I know, man. I know. <laughs> Craig, Craig is top of the line graphics, man. I am curious to see how it would compare to um, to Assassin's Creed Odyssey on the One X. So, the reason why I think it would be just as good, if not better, is because it is a game that's strictly for PlayStation. Mm -hmm. So they didn't have to make any compromises in. Um, gotcha. Just trying uh, to streamline between multiple systems. Yeah. So so they basically got to push the PS4 to its limits. Mm -hmm. um, kind of like any game that would be strictly for the Xbox. Like, it's going to look better than any game that's multi-console. Because they don't, they don't have to make any compromises. I mean, they just, they just push it to its limits. Um, and this is honestly probably one of the best-looking games I've ever seen in my life. Um, just the backgrounds look amazing. The way that the grass moves. Uh, the way that the characters interact with each other. Uh, the animals flying around, the wind effects. Um, uh, it's just, it's it's breathtaking, man. Uh, my wife is always commenting 
on different areas that we go to. She's like, oh my god, you know, this looks absolutely amazing. Uh, the photo mode, like I've always hated photo modes in games. Well, except for Animal Crossing, I like Animal Crossing's photo mode. But the photo mode in this game, like, um, so you you hit a button, it'll pause the game, and then you can change the angle of how you want the photo taken. You can change the time of day, the weather effects, the wind effects. Um, you could even make it like a, uh, a, a slow-moving, like, short video, almost like it's a GIF. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it is the most in-depth photo mode I've ever seen in a game, and I thought it was a terrible idea when I first heard about it, but I take that back. It's amazing looking. Um, what else about this game? Uh, it is definitely a game for somebody with ADD. There is. <laughs> it's a game for me. Dude, there's so much to do in this game. Mm-hmm. And normally in an open world game like this where there's just tons and tons of side quests, normally I would get to a point where it's like, Rowdy, stop. Do the story missions, mm-hmm. then do some more side missions. But all the side missions you run across in this game, um, like upgrade your your statistics. Like I can... Um, if I see a yellow bird flying around, I know to follow it. It's going to bring me to either a side mission or a hot springs, which could increase my health. Or, um, no, the foxes bring you to the Inari shrines, which is another awesome thing. You see a <laughs> fox on the ground, you chase after the fox. And the fox will bring you to an Inari shrine, which Inari is the um, Japanese fox spirit. Um, and once you get to Inari Shrines, uh, you can worship at them, and you can, uh, once you have so many of those, then you can add on to, uh, uh, what are they called, little charms that you could add to your armor that have different buffs for them, like, um, you know, do more damage, or take more damage, or you can heal more, uh, stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, you can find other armors in the game that can do stuff. Like uh, the main armor I like to use uh, opens up more of the map as you go by because mm-hmm. there's a there's a fog of war on the map, and uh, the one I like to wear uh, clears out thirty percent more of the map when you go through an area. Uh, so that is super helpful. Um. Oh, uh, uh, the, the, one of the main things I wanted to talk about is there's a lot of people who talk about how they want a lot of immersion in a game. So they don't like um, the HUD or the heads-up display mm-hmm. that's in most games. Um, that's never been a real big issue for me. Uh, and It doesn't lots bother of games, me either. I mean... Well, I mean, there, there are some games where you could even change the size of it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. could change what is it the the opacity? Yeah, how transparent something is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you could do a lot of stuff like that. Well, in this game, uh, when you're running around and you're not fighting, there's no HUD, like at all. And when you, uh, when you have a mission selected, the way that you know to go, there's not a radar or anything like that. The wind blows in that direction. Now, at first, 
again, it's a, I, I was like, this is, this sounds kind of weird. I don't know how I feel about this. You know, uh, I, am I going to have to like sit there and be like, Oh, which way is the wind blowing? Oh, this is annoying. Am I going to have to stop? And like, no, you don't like the wind effects are so good in this game. You will see the grass blowing in that direction. Or if the grass is fairly short and you're around trees, you'll see the leaves start to blow that way. Um, and it's really not hard to tell which way you're going. Um, like I, I thought it was going to be impossible. So let me uh, let me ask you this real quick: If you were not working a sixty or seventy hour week, would you play this game differently? Would you focus more on the main story, or is this one of those games that is still an action game but it is playable when you've been constantly busy? So it's it's uh, d- depending on what kind of week I worked is how I would play it. So right yeah. now yeah. I'm not really playing the storyline. Just because I could only play for about an hour, hour and a half a day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to get real heavy into the story because if right. I do, I'm not going to want to put it down. Uh, and I have to wake up at 2.30 in the morning for my shifts. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I kind of have to put it down. No, I got um, you. That's why I was asking because it sounds to me like uh, whenever I hear you talk about video games, I don't hear you side quest as much as I do and I was curious if that is actually it's because you don't want to be super invested in something because you're already uh, I forgot what the exact term is like decision fatigue or something like that because you're you know as somebody that's working so many hours a week you're probably making thousands of decisions a day and yeah I could I could see that yeah and so you know whenever I'm, you know, teaching, you know, if I'm working with 25 to 30 kids within that period, I'm probably making a hundred something decisions. So by the end of the day, I just am stupid. So I imagine, you know, that's, that's basically, I think what is, is going on. And that that's interesting to me is it's a game that is fun, even though it's like a, it's a story based game, obviously. But there's still enough of side questing and just kind of randomness that you don't feel like you're going to make any major decisions or get too involved in something and not be able to put it down. Oh, for sure. For sure. This is one of those games. Uh, And like, like tomorrow, I actually don't have to be at work till nine in the morning. So and you're used to waking up at like ungodly hours. Yeah, I'm used to waking up at like 2.30 in the morning and being on shift at 4. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have to go in until 9. That's nice. like five hours later than I normally would. <laughs> so tonight, I'm probably going to knock out a couple story missions before I go to bed. Nice. Um, but this is definitely going to be a game that I'm playing for quite some time. <laughs> um, man, and, and I think I've pretty much covered everything i've done in the game so far did a good job Um, on that yeah yeah. i really like it man (laughs) it's it's surprising i didn't know i was gonna like it this much (laughs) well the game that i've been i got really really into was the uh grounded now i already knew that i was gonna like grounded we talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago because they did the beta like the closed beta and i joined the closed beta it was good but man it looked like it had so much work left like there was no there was 
just text at the bottom when the characters were talking. There was no story elements really. You had a thirty minute you had a thirty minute time limit. And that okay. was it. Which was just enough time for you to get murdered by many ants and Yeesh. other things. Um, so, and, and it seemed like the, the level was a little bit different. Like, there's some things I haven't found. It looks like they've expanded it. Well, the game preview has voice acting. It has multiplayer, which I haven't played yet. I am so ready to play this multiplayer. Uh, I have to kill a spider. Yeah. Like, I keep seeing these spiders, and they're frightening as can be. Uh, but, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about a... a a glorious battle I witnessed here in just a minute too. But I was really excited. There were story elements in this game. Uh, I actually reached the end of the game preview uh, to where they don't do any more story elements anymore. Um, so I thought it was going to be like the full game, but apparently they have a lot more coming to the campaign. Now it lets you keep playing too. So, so when you, when you keep playing, like, is this, is this game like a, like a survival builder with like, kind of like, like a, a arc or something along those lines where you have to build shelter and stuff like that? Or is this more like, um, you just really have to worry about like your, your food and stuff like that? The answer to all that is yes. Okay. Uh, okay. It, so. It's a little bit of everything. <laughs> it's a survival game. You do have to find uh, clean water. Uh, okay. If you drink water that's just underneath a leaf somewhere, uh, it'll be messy. If you drink too much of it, it makes you sick. Um, you have to find reliable food sources. And then as you go through and you gather things, you kill bugs, you chop down things, you grab pebbles and turn them into uh, axes and weapons and things like that, um, you build up. So, like, right now I actually have a house uh, with a door. It's fancy, man. Oh, Keep those snap. stupid ants out of there. Um, and then I have a mushroom farm. Uh, kind of reminds <laughs> me of, um, what's that game? Monster Hunter, you know, where you can harvest okay. mushrooms. Um, a smoothie maker. Yeah. Fancy. It's really fancy. There's no bed. It's just like a lean-to kind of thing. A place okay. to cook and some other stuff like that uh, that I've made. And I'm crafting a bunch of stuff. I need to redo my building. I gotta say, building your house kind of sucks in this game. Like there, it's It needs a little bit of work. It's doable. It's just really hard to do because the terrain is not flat, is the problem. E. You know, so it's constantly having to deal with these elevation changes and the game doesn't like it. So... So uh, a lot of the games, uh, a lot of the games where you have to like build houses and stuff like that, like they're always real, I guess, kind of janky. This is, I guess, would be the best way to describe it. This has a lot of it. jank. Just there, though, everything else is extremely well done. It is such a smooth feeling game now. It doesn't feel like the graphics look good. Um, it's really well done. The story elements are fun. There's the soundscaping in this game is fantastic. Which, if you were shrunk down to the size of a, you know, a gnat, I mean, you're you're essentially like, if I was to do like a unit, you might be like six or seven gnats high, is how big you are, because <laughs> um, you you have to kill gnats. They're really freaking annoying. You you know how annoying they are when they're little. Imagine oh, yeah. whenever they're the size of your head. You know, Ooh. yeah, it's, it's, they're like a small dog size. Yeah, and then they float around, and you got to hit them with a. <laughs> disembodied ant arm that you've turned into a club 
Which, by the oh. way, get a freaking ant club as soon as you can. Because <laughs> that thing will wreck some stuff, except for spiders and ladybugs. So, ladybugs are not that bad. They don't come after you. But spiders and stink bugs will. This is information. Lady, ladybugs. Ladybugs aren't very ladylike. Well, actually, ladybugs are pretty much evil devouring tanks if you were an aphid you know in real life they just go through and they eat all sorts of things they're really good in gardens for that reason just so y'all know <laughs> that's funny so okay so it it's, looks great the story elements are fun the music is really cool you need to listen to the theme music at the beginning of the game i think you would really like it i think it's made with 808s i'm not sure that's a term Eight, 808s are um really bassy sounding synthesizers like that's what it uh, sounds like it's great nice but as you're walking through you know there's a house way out in the distance and you can hear like music thumping in the background and it sounds very realistic you you can hear where uh where the bugs are moving behind you and around you i will say though if you have simulator sickness uh our friend of the podcast skylar has confirmed that this game sucks uh you will get dizzy if you get simulator sickness uh she gave it out of a scale of three a two it's not as bad as hellblade and it's uh it's i'm sorry yeah it's not as bad as hellblade pretty much she hates that game a lot anyway so it's really cool now i did witness a battle it was the most epic of battles last the other night in Grounded. The stink bugs rose up against oh. the oppressive spiders who laid claim to the land only to be taken down in a smelly waft of glory. Sounds gross. It was beautiful. There was a nice gold light shining through as if it was an old uh, painting. And there was just stink flying everywhere from the stink bugs and three of them ganged up on a garden spider uh, and just (laughs) murdered it. It took about a minute. I got a picture of it and shared it on Twitter if y'all want to go check it out. Uh, It had over 100 likes. Um, But afterwards though, I ran in really quick and I stole the spider guts and I hauled it before I got hit by the stink gas. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Spider guts and stink gas. Spider guts and stink gas. That's how I'm going to... That's the perfect little tag they need underneath that game. Oh. Yeah. It's a good time. Go try out Grounded Preview. If you have Game Pass, go do it. It's such a good time. And uh, look me up. Maybe we'll we'll play some uh, multiplayer. Yeah, Yeah, I've got it downloaded, ready to roll. Um, If my shift for Sunday gets called off... I may try and see if you want to play some of it that oh, day. Dude, you know I'm down. We need to hunt some spiders. Now, I, I did go towards the end of the story that they have in the game right now. There is a scary freaking wolf spider. And you have to get into... Duh. There's an explosion and you have to go into this uh, tree. And there's a wolf spider right there. And it's all these... There's like leaves everywhere and stuff. It's really hard to get into. And you got to sneak in there. Because you ain't going to kill that thing. Like, I crafted probably 15 spears to throw at it. And it was just like, slap, slap. It did that eight times because it has eight legs, right? Slap. Uh, Slapped it out of the way. (laughs) I mean, it hurt it just a little bit. Apparently, you're supposed to get arrows. But I have not figured out how to get thistles. 
So okay. I'm working on that. I gotta kill this stupid spider. Good time, Randy. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's talk about a, a game that we've both played. Carry on. I was I was pretty excited about this game, man. Uh, this is the first game I could think of of its kind. Um, so it's it's very retro looking, and but this is the first time that you really play as the monster for a horror game. Well. I mean, not necessarily, but the way it was described is like a reverse horror game. Yeah. Think of John Carpenter's The Thing, but you're The Thing. Mixed with a Metroidvania. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, that's the weirdest so, way that I've thought about this game. It's like, this, this, I thought it was going to be an action game. No, mm-hmm. it's a Metroidvania. You're constantly yeah, having to find upgrades. You're trying to sneak through different areas. You have to go back and backtrack through things once you get different um, skills. Mm-hmm. It's just the weirdest one ever. Now, I will say I really like the way that scary monster moves. The animation it controls, is fantastic. It controls very well. Um, I was surprised at how easy it was to move around on here. Mm-hmm. Um there's not a jump button because you don't need it. You nope. just stick to the walls and everything. You just spread out um, thousands of tendrils and connect to everything. You know, just like I was taught by my parents, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I I had a problem with attacking. That took me a while to mm-hmm. grasp. Um, Did you find the guys were... that had the spike shields and guns and flamethrowers? Yes. That is where I stopped. Yeah. Well, for the day. Um, I, I I stopped at some guys. I guess it was at like the spike or energy type shields. Right. And rapid machine guns. Yeah, they will do um, some damage to you. Quick. Yeah, once I got once I got to that point, I was like, yeah, I need to think uh, more Metal Gear Solid here. I need to, you know, sneak around a little more. You know, and I normally uh, don't like games like that too where you have to be kind of sneaky but I'll, I'll kind of run's not the right word what's a good I'll slither but slither's not right I'll, I'll suction cup I'll that's what I'm going to just call it I'm going to over there and uh, you move almost like an octopus would. yeah you just flaw up that's a that's a good one you <laughs> Flawlop. Flawlop is what the mattresses <laughs> do in an alternate world in uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I think flawlopping yeah. is the correct term. Sorry, that's the nerdiest reference y'all are probably going to get on this show ever. But yeah, so I'm going to flawlop. Because there's apparently a planet of mattresses that are sentient. You know, because awesome. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. But anyway, as I flawl up to the other side and then I, I scream like a banshee, I make them walk over one way, then I sl- flawl up slither over the other side and eat the people. It's a good time. So it makes for, a, <laughs> makes for an entertaining Saturday night. It is an interesting game, to <laughs> say the least. Uh, it is kind of low on story. Like, I was expecting a little bit more story to it. It's pretty much pure action uh man it is so fun i like it i know you weren't enjoying it as much but i'm strangely addicted to this game 
Yeah, I, I did find that there were uh, there were some kind of crazy difficulty spikes out of nowhere. Like the first time I ran into the guys with the shields and I got obliterated. I was yeah. like, wow, that was that was awfully quick. I've had to redo some things. Have you gotten to the point to where you can get essentially two health bars? No. Um, the only upgrade I've gotten so far is the was it the spider web? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you're you still haven't gotten big. Yeah. No. I'm not. I'm not much farther past where you get the spider web. Um, so, like I said, I, I'm I'm just at the first part where you run into people with shields. So eventually, you get these. Are just some that I've gotten. They're not major spoilers or anything. Uh, you yeah. can turn invisible whenever you're skinny. Okay. When you're skinny, carry on. Uh, you're currently a, a skinny carry-on character. Whenever you're larger, though, and you have more mass, you can hold down the right uh, shoulder button, and you'll slam through things. So there are different walls and things you can break through. It can also nice. be used as an attack and hurt people. Then there's you turn into worms in the water, and you can like go through barriers and stuff. It's a good Gross. time. It is a beautiful time. <laughs> so, yeah, I've I've had a lot more fun with that game. Like I expected to have fun, but I didn't expect it to click so well with me. Yeah, All right. So, um, you want to talk about uh, Destiny a little bit? So I started playing some Destiny because they announced on Game Pass that they were getting the all the DLC in the future. I tried Destiny to probably when it first released uh, on the PC. And I, I don't know. I, I didn't get into it. Now I'm playing it. I'm enjoying it. But there are some places that I did not enjoy. Like the one level with the hole that I can't see in the dark. And my flashlight yeah. will turn on. I look for that flash flashlight ra button, Rowdy. There is no <laughs> flashlight button. It's just, I looked online. They're like, when the game gets dark, it'll come on. Yeah, Lies. I forgot about that. <laughs> Dirty so, lies. <laughs> Sorry, go well, ahead. I I played Destiny 2 when it first came out and I was obsessed with it. I beat it with two different characters and started a third character. Um it was really fun. I really enjoyed it and then when the first set of DLCs came out, I think is when I kind of I guess, I don't know, another game came out or something. I lost interest in it. Well, a couple of years have gone by now, and there's been more DLC. Mm -hmm. uh, the game has gone free-to-play. Um, Activision had, now does not have their hands in it anymore. It's just Bungie now. Um, and when I uh, Travis was talking about wanting to start playing it again, so I was like, you know what? I'll... I'll I'll do this, uh, what is it, cross-save or, or, or transfer my um, all my info from PS4 to Xbox One. So I got it all transferred over, and I'll start playing, and I don't recognize anything in the game. <laughs> it has changed so much. Like, I, I, I knew the hub world, and I knew where to go in said hub world, but they were all kind of new characters showing up, and I didn't understand some of the new menus and things that were going on. So if Travis really starts playing this game, I'll probably start a new character 
whenever all the DLC comes to Game Pass. I, I have been playing it quite a bit lately. It's actually pretty good. I haven't had any issues with it. It looks great on the 1X. We'll see if it continues holding my interest. We'll are see. You pl- uh, <laughs> what character are you playing as? A warlock, a hunter, or a titan? What do you think? A warlock? Hell yeah, I'm playing as a warlock. <laughs> I'm magic user all the way. I'm a storm wizard, Rowdy, with a gun. All right, then I'm going to start another hunter character then. Okay. <laughs> like, what, how can I balance this crazy man uh, in a team? Now, I need to get a crew together yeah. on Destiny also, because that, that, that game's pretty good. Uh, it's a lot better than Warframe. Whenever I was playing that, I, I think it worked a little bit better. It ran smoother, that's for sure. So I'm, ex- I'm excited to get a little bit further into this game. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right, so I guess uh, next up, let's get to the thing that that cuts us deep, like a yeah. paper cut to the heart. Yeah. Paper Mario Origami King. Now, this game, here's here's the thing with this game. It is the cutest thing. Like it's the it's the quite possibly like the most endearing and charming kind of dialogue and the way they do it but the problem is it's like they wrap you up in a sack of pure whimsical design and beat you with the baseball bat you know with a negan themed shy guy that's naming his baseball bat charm i mean it's you, you don't know what's happening you're kind of uh, delirious after a while and then you get into battle mode and you realize uh, the damage that this game's God. done to you and Dude, that's so annoying because the art style in all these games look amazing. Every single one of these games looks absolutely amazing. You know, I like gotta say, said, Paper just... Mario looks fantastic. Even like, even if you put it next to a higher end system, like they did such a good job on the art style in this game. It's great. Dude, it's just oozing charm, like you said. The dialogue is great. There's a whole bunch of. Uh, uh, inside jokes about other games mm-hmm. and stuff like that and I have a lot of fun with the puzzles but that battle system man so the battle system uh, if y'all don't know is worse than we th- at least worse than I thought like I was worried oh man it's going to be another color splash they're going to use a card based system can we can we get that card based system back where did y'all put it uh you know, Dude. just like what in the heck were they thinking? So, it's now you start with a puzzle. Everybody's on four different co- concentric rings. Yeah, so you twist your enemies around to line them up, and then you get a buff. Half the time, I mean, th- this takes what thirty to forty-five seconds. Yeah, um, I actually have a uh, an accessory that gives me five to ten extra seconds. Yeah, same here. And then the battle might take you another ten or fifteen seconds if you line them up. You know, it's it's a lot of wasted time for something that's never really going to hurt you. There's no real point to it. The monetary system, the coins that you have in this game, there are so many coins in this game, they're just throwing them at you. You know, you can trip over a freaking log or something, and it's going to have 100 coins right there. Like, Oh, easy. Yeah, there's nothing that makes me want to play this not-so-good battle system. Now... 
You know, an- another thing I just thought about, I thought that the confetti was going to be super annoying. I like the confetti. And it's it's really not. Like, it's 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 a nice touch to the game. I feel like I'm having a party every time. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the battles. I do. I, I will say I love the the boss battles. Anytime yeah. there is some complexity there, and I feel like I'm getting something out of it, I'm fine with it. I I fought. Uh, how far have you gotten the game? Like, uh, how many levels have you gotten through? Let's just say that. I am in the Autumn Mountains. And I just jumped off of that bridge to go after Bob. I like Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you. I I I saved him. Uh, and there's like that that area where all those spike things are falling out of trees, and you have to get around them to pull him out of the ground because he fell. Uh, I saved literally right after that. So the thing with this game is really interesting. Is the platforming segments are actually pretty decent. You know? Oh yeah. The the dungeons are okay, except for whenever you're forced into a battle with a stupid monster that just shows up out of nowhere, unless it's uh you know a story theme battle. So I don't know. It's almost like they could have completely left that out of the game, and I would have been okay with this game. Now it would have felt a little cheated, but there's no leveling up system. There's no reason to spend nope. your coins really. It's. <sighs> So, if they would just go back to the battle system from either the first Paper Mario on 64 or Paper Mario Thousand Year Door on GameCube, it would be the perfect game. Absolutely. I mean, literally, the only thing that takes me out of this game is just the regular battles. Boss battles, like you said, I really like the boss battles Mm -hmm. as well. But the regular battles, like I find myself running from characters, not because I'm afraid they're going to beat me up, but I just don't want to fight them. Same here. And that's, that's (sighs) basically where I'm at with it. Like I'm playing it and I want to play it. I like what I'm doing. The music in this game is really good, by the way. Um, It's the, the metal music and the rock (laughs) music in the game is, I think it's pretty funny. Oh man. I love the music in this game and there's so much good it's just the the in between that really bothers me i think it's gonna in general i think the game's gonna be fine i think everybody's just mad at the battle system because it's just that bad yeah Um, now it's not it's not sticker star and it's not color splash bad but i would rather play color uh, color splash battle system at this point rowdy yeah, Color Splash and Sticker Star were pretty much the same battle system. It's just in, in Color Splash it was cards, and in Sticker Star it was stickers. No, I have seen some complaints uh, from some people that they're really mad that... You know, you notice all the characters in the game, like the Toads and uh, the Shy Guys and all that stuff? There's not a huge difference in their design, their illustrations... If you looked at the older Paper Mario games, like they would have ball bombs of different colors, sizes. They had more character to them. Apparently, Miyamoto has come through and said, you cannot change my character designs. You cannot make something new. You have to keep the same character design. You can change their name. You can add elements to them, like give them a hat or something, or give them a title. You know, like you'll see in the story, there are so many toads, but the toads have different titles, but they're still toads 
right? Yeah. There's nothing like there's no like grandpappy toad, you know, that's an actual story figure, you know, or things like that. So it, it's interesting what they're being forced to do with Nintendo on some of their arbitrary rules that are affecting the storyline. That's been one complaint that I've seen, but it's really not a big deal with for me because I feel like the story has been fine so far. Now the the origami people though, they can make however they want because those aren't my Amato created things. Gotcha. Yeah. Random knowledge. Huh. Anyway, oh, the by the way, know. the one thing I do really like, like I really like about the game, is finding toads. Yeah. That is one of my favorite pastimes. They're everywhere, they man. They are. I did feel bad about hitting the dog with the hammer, though, and turning him into a toad. Dude, all of the animals. You have to hit multiple animals to turn them back into toads. I hit a monkey. Yeah. What the hell? Man. <laughs> now... Side note. Uh oh. So, when they made Super Mario RPG on Super Nintendo, that was the one where Nintendo and Square Enix got together and made an almost Final Fantasy esque Mario game. They were going to make a second one, and then uh, Nintendo and Square had their falling out. So, that's when they made the first Paper Mario. Now, there's another Mario RPG series. And that's the that, that series is called the Mario and Luigi series. Every single game in the Mario Luigi RPG series is amazing. They're all hits to me. <laughs> they they're all amazing. There was Superstar Saga on the GBA. Then there was man, I forget what the one on DS was called, where you played as Mario, Luigi, Baby Mario, and Baby Luigi. And like each character like had their own button, and like that was that was kind of crazy. There's Bowser's Inside Story. Every single one of those RPGs is a banger. <laughs> oh, man. And Paper Mario is on its third strike for me. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Well, Rowdy, I think that's about <laughs> it that we have for uh, gaming impressions for the day. Uh, hey, I see a. Uh, Looks like a yellow bird over there. Oh no 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 way! Yeah. No no nope. I gotta go. I gotta go. Oh. I gotta I gotta go catch this bird. All right, guys. Well, Rowdy's uh, uh going to chase after a yellow bird and do some samurai things. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and hit a break, and we'll be right back with bonus points. Mm-hmm. 